John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast. Theme tune time. Let's go, John. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. I told you there's no way I'm singing. Come on. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. Yeah. John and Sam in Japan. Never gonna happen. And put your clothes back on, it's just weird. Ah, never! John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast. Welcome to the show! Here's John. And here's Sam. And this is John and Sam in Japan. The International Comedy Podcast, 2020. Happy New Year! I know, yeah, Happy New Year. (laughs) Did you have a good one? Uh, Ah, yes, uh, it was, uh, yep, fantastic. Christmas was good, New Year's was good. I've put on an unbelievable album of weight. (laughs) (laughs) I think the kids at school are going to start calling me Jabba. (laughs) (laughs) I just spoke to my brother in Australia and um, he said that I look like I've lost weight. So I was like, oh, right, nice. Because I don't feel like I have. Um, There's quite a lot of of drinking going on and eating good food and very little exercise because I pulled my my calf muscle about two weeks before Christmas, which is not ideal. Well, how did you manage that? Well, I was playing football. The the time when I pulled it before Christmas is because I've got some new boots and uh, my old ones are just falling apart. And so I bought some Adidas ones, which were, unfortunately, they're white. I'm not really good enough to be wearing white football (laughs) boots. Twinkle but, toes. I know. Uh, I'm not really good enough to be wearing pulling off the white boots, but um, they were the second <laughs> cheapest in Sports Direct. Um, so I wore them. Then I did my calf muscle because I'm really worn them in. So on Friday I played with them again and um, scored an amazing own goal and then pulled my calf muscle again. So I think they they might be going in the bin. I think they're cursed. <laughs> Bad luck boots. Yeah, I might have to get one of those uh, Af- African witch doctors to come and sprinkle his piss on them. <laughs> Welcome back, listeners. Welcome back. <laughs> uh, you're over in Japan for the holidays. How did you get on? Did you, did you fit in? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, my wife worked on Christmas Day, but one of our friends very kindly uh, shout out to Tommy Saunders for organising a Christmas dinner for Western people. Uh, it was great down at Free Culture, so that was good. <laughs> Although no Japanese allowed. <laughs> no, no, there's Japanese people there with kids and stuff. And so, uh, one of the guys who he actually told me that he listens to this podcast. So big shout out to Nate. He uh, dressed up as Father Christmas and give the kids presents. So it was good. My only my only beef with it or problem with it because it was turkey was that um, <laughs> that I had to, I'd promised my missus because it was Christmas Day. I said, oh, you know, I'll, I'll bring the kids back up to meet you. By the time you finish work, we'll come home about the same time. So we left just as everyone started to get drunk and having a good time. So I was back up in Tokyo for six o'clock. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you would have thought she works for a Japanese company. She'd be in the office at least till 11 p.m. Well, the thing also, I mean, she did say to us the day after we were off on a trip, we were off away for a few days as a family. So she's like, do not drink too much and then, you know, ruin the holiday, which. Because I've got previous. Yeah. Again. Well, yeah, I was over in England and, well, uh, as I sort of hinted at before, ate and drank way too much. It's sort of like, it's weird. When I go back to England, I sort of flick a switch and I just (laughs) eat and drink constantly. Anything that's put in front of me for the entire time I was there, I was there for nearly three weeks. So it was, (laughs) it became, by the end, I was, you know, like Mr. Creosote from Monty Python. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I was like that, just like <laughs> squeezing bits in. But uh, it was good. I, so going back to England is always kind of mixed. There's some really good things, <laughs> things that surprise you. When, when we landed in the airport, uh, my dad and stepmom met us. And then as we were walking through, the first thing I heard anyone say who wasn't related to me was two, uh, you know those taxi drivers who stand there holding those signs? Yeah, people? yeah. As we walked past, the, we walked past that group of them at Heathrow Airport. One of them was saying to the other one, "If you don't shut up, I'm going to punch you in the fucking face." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, welcome to Britain." <laughs> There's good points about being in England, though. I kept getting constantly getting discounts in shops. You're living in England at the moment. Yeah. Is this something that that happens there a lot these days? They just kept giving me money off. I didn't have enough change. And they go, oh, don't worry about it. Oh, wow. No. So those rich <laughs> southern people. <laughs> paid for by the tears of the north. <laughs> or the all the shop staff down south really just don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like what sort of stuff were you buying? Well, one was at a train station, just like, a you know, some sweets and drinks and things. And he gave me like, it wasn't like loads, but 20p off or something. Right. And another one was in a supermarket. I bought a box of chocolates that I thought was eight pounds. Turns out they were thirteen, and it was completely my mistake. They just they yeah. were, you know, uh, they were sort of near the eight pound sign. And then I said that to the lady, and she went, "Oh, no problem. We'll get the manager over. You can have them for eight pound." I said, "Well, no, it's my mistake." I'm ha- oh, yeah, it's okay. Don't worry about the manager. I'm happy to pay you 13. She went, no, no, no. We'll sort you out. And the manager came over and gave me a fiver back. Oh, wow. <laughs> nice. So, yeah. So it just turns out that... Did you just get out an aeroplane and go through some like portal and end up in an alternate <laughs> reality where Britain's just a full of place full of kind, nice people? It's <laughs> <That is> amazing. <laughs> I think the guy in the train station who gave me a discount might have had an ulterior motive, though, because I also, at the same time, bought a lottery scratch card. So I think he was probably thinking that (laughs) if I won, that maybe I'd go back and uh, give him a portion of the winnings. Of course, he was extremely misguided. (laughs) (laughs) Well, talking of misguided, what's on today's show? (laughs) Well, we we have a New Year hamper full of treats for (laughs) for everyone. Uh, Are you going to be able to carry this on for the whole year, do you think? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm really looking forward to Easter because that'll be an easy one. (laughs) (laughs) And Valentine's Day. Yeah, the second episode in January is going to be a bit of a stretch. <laughs> like your pants. <laughs> I mean, I'm hoping by the second episode I would have dropped a couple of kilos. <laughs> I'll Perhaps we'll keep that as a, uh, a tally, motivation for me. <laughs> kilos up or down. Uh, but as I said, yes, we have a hamper full of New Year's treats. We have the return of Pants on Fire. We have uh, some answers to the burning question. But of course, first, this. This is JNSNJ News. Now it's time for the news. John, what have you got for me? Um, This is from the Daily Mirror, and it is um, peculiar new food trend sees people putting what in their cereal? Um, This is a double whammy of a guessing game, Uh, so I'll just read you the first sentence. So, Last year's food lovers were divided after a man admitted to putting watermelon on his pizza. This year it's a bizarre addition to a popular breakfast food that seems to be causing controversy, and it's all thanks to a certain ageing rock star who put it on Twitter at the start of 2020. So do you want to guess what he's done and who the rock star is? We have a point point for each. Okay, I'll go rock star first. So ageing rock star. Yeah. He's 70. 
At um, least. Uh, well, he's 17. Rod, Rod Stewart. No, it wasn't Rod Stewart. Although Rod Stewart got into trouble this New Year's for having a fight with a security guard. So, life in the old dog, <laughs> yep. Uh, em- they're American. Um, you probably don't like any of their songs. The Metallica guy. No. Uh, they wear face paint. Oh, is it the... Cl- no. <laughs> Not the, no, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> Popular culture. <laughs> I got it, I got it. Uh, Kiss. Yay. Do you remember his name? Yeah. Lead singer. No, I've got no idea. Uh, Gene Simmons. All no. oh, right. <laughs> I Look. only know that because one of my students at work <laughs> really <laughs> likes them. <laughs> right. Well, you'll be able to blow his or her knowledge with this. Um, so anyway, they uh, he's taken to Twitter after saying he put something on his cereal. And um, it's caused quite a bit of controversy. So what do you think he puts on his cereal? And it's it's not like cocaine or something like that. No, no. It's, uh, no, it's nothing illegal. It's completely n- normal. Well, I mean, normal's probably not the right word to use. Well, I, I tell you what, I'm going to go... It's nothing, like, absolutely outlandish. I'm going to go with this because uh, I've, I know a girl whose sister is a vegan and right. she has cereal and she said that her sister, of course, doesn't drink milk. So right. instead of milk, she puts like apple juice or orange juice on her cereal. So I'm going to go, he's putting some kind of juice uh, because he's a vegan on his cereal. No, no. Okay, so what he does, uh, and that sounds insane, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking orange juice on cereal. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, so yeah, uh, on the start of the year on Twitter, uh, he put a picture on and he said, does anyone else put ice cubes in their cereal? Uh, on Alongside this, he shared oh. two photos of his culinary creation, which consisted of a mixture of shredded wheat, Oreos, topped with milk and several ice cubes. I get it. I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. I like a cold milk. The milk's cold. It's good. Yeah, but um, one person said, you know, if you froze the milk in ice cube trays and put ice milk cubes in your cereal i get this being a decent idea but normal ice cubes no because shitty watery milk's not good for anyone and then somebody said milk is milk is refrigerated for a reason you monster it depends how fast you eat it if you're eating if you're a very slow eater i kind of agree with the first yeah. guy no one likes watery milk maybe like that skimmed shit <laughs> i used to i used to live with a guy at university there was a whole group of us living together and he he started buying skimmed milk because he was fed up with people stealing his milk and he <laughs> knew that if he if he bought skimmed milk which he hated that no one would drink it <laughs> and he was right <laughs> um, but yeah so I, I, yeah, if you if you can scoff it down really quickly, then I think it's okay. But the fr- the frozen milk ice cubes idea is yeah, I like that too. Yeah, well, I don't know what temperature milk freezes out. Um, but even even Gene's son Nick Simmons was unimpressed by his father's antics, saying, 30 years, thirty years I've been watching him do this. This is my life." <laughs> <laughs> um, the son was called Nick. You said, yeah, I, yeah, Nick I think Simmons, Nick. I don't, know, I don't feel that sorry for him. I think there's probably a long list of people whose fathers have done worse than put ice cubes in their cereal. Well, I reckon his dad's done worse, <laughs> hasn't he? <laughs> yeah. Striding around with makeup on like a uh, clown all the time. It's going to put pressure on you at school for sure. But my favourite bit about this was um, the tabloid scumbags TMZ got reached out to him 
And he says, speaking to TMZ, the 70-year-old rocker said, I was fucking having cereal for breakfast and my daughter, she asked me, Dad, what are you doing? I said, what am I doing? I'm having goddamn cereal, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> but Dad, you're putting ice cubes in the cereal. I said, yeah, well, who wants lukewarm milk with your cereal? <laughs> and, and then he says, in response to the backlash over his controversial breakfast, he added, that makes a lot of sense because uh, Kim Jong-un and the rest of the world are Mr. Putin and all the rest. That's not controversy. What I had for fucking <laughs> breakfast, whether there's ice in it or not, is earth-shaking. So Gene Simmons rocking it in 2020 with his ice cubes. I feel like he needs to check the thermostat on his fridge, though, because he really shouldn't have lukewarm milk. Yeah. Well, people like him will have maids and stuff, won't they, to... Uh... He's probably getting fresh milk squeezed straight from the cow's udder on his massive estate. <laughs> well, at least we know who his favourite rapper is. Who's that? Ice Cube. <laughs> oh, oh, popular culture. Sam O'Toole. I, I was going to say that I, I guess his favourite cereal would probably have to be Frosties. Ah, perfect. That's good. <laughs> that was J and S in J News. Fans on fire. You're a liar. Your nose is growing. Fans on fire. Fibs and tall tales. And now it's time for Pants on Fire. Uh, this episode, we're going to do a special sort of uh, holiday version where Sam and myself are going to tell each other some stories from our holidays and we have to decide which one is true or which ones are false. So do you want to go first? How many of you have you got? How many have I've you got, got? Five. Well, I've got. F- <laughs> yeah, I've got. F- I've got four. But- you got f- <laughs> but- four in a lamp. <laughs> I've got I've got four and I can't remember my fifth one. I had five earlier, but it'll come back to me. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I've got five. So I'll do them in any particular order. You can just choose a number between one and five. So you can go first. Hey, go ahead. You start me off. Choose okay, a number. I'll go number two. Oh, okay. So number two. So for Christmas, my wife bought me a pretty, well, an expensive jacket. And within five days of having this jacket, uh, one of my friends managed to burn a cigarette hole straight in the middle of it. Um, yeah, considering that I know a lot of your friends and their scumbags, I'm g- I'm gonna go true. Yeah, it is true. I'm absolutely <laughs> gutted. I've had to buy a badge that I'm gonna have to take to the dry cleaners to get sewn over the the hole. Uh, my missus. <laughs> uh, so it's a Gore-Tex. It's like a snowboarding kind of jacket like waterproof jacket so having a hole in it just defeats the purpose of it being waterproof <laughs> does does um, your wife know about uh, this this hole well well it's impossible not to it's just <laughs> right in the middle it's right where your nipple is what badge um, are you gonna have sewn over it well i was gonna choose like Huddersfield town or something but then in the end i thought because i bought the jacket in japan um i'm gonna get a japan badge but it's like not just the not just the flag and it's not like the old style you know uh rising sun flag which I wouldn't wear if I went to Korea or China. Um, it's a, it's kind of like a tasteful badge which says the word Japan on it and has 
gone in. Have you got... Choose a number, but don't choose number five at the moment. That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> five. <laughs> um, all right, I'll go three. I met a man who has two sets of teeth. Is this your dad with his false teeth? No, no, these are two proper, real, grown, in his mouth sets of teeth. You met him in person, not just saw him on TV. No. I, I met him and I looked inside his mouth and right. the way the teeth are, he's got one set of teeth that are out, like, you know, teeth. And then yeah. the other ones, the other teeth are covered by gums. But when you look at inside his mouth, you can very, very clearly see that he has a second row of teeth. Right. And how old is he? Uh, about uh, 40. Right. And does it cause him discomfort or...? No, so he said he's never known, he never knew that he had this. He thought his the, he thought the inside of his mouth was normal. And he'd been to the dentist like loads of times over the years and no one had ever mentioned it. And then he went to the, huh. some other new dentist and then they said to him, by the way, did you know you have a secret second set of teeth? What? <laughs> right, I'm going to have to say that that's bullshit. <laughs> I hope it's not. <laughs> that is 100% true. Right. Who was it? <laughs> so it's my stepsister's partner. Right. Yeah. And when he, like, you look at this, he said, he said, some people want to see, some people don't want to see. When he was telling me about it, I said, I definitely want to see. And so yeah, right, he, opened, yeah, yeah. he opened his mouth and man, they are, it's like, it's like gummy teeth. It's, it's really weird. Oh. <laughs> What does she think about kissing him? <laughs> I didn't ask her actually. I'll have to find out. We'll do. I'll, oh. I'll, I'll find out and then let you know. <laughs> right. I was going to ask something else then, but I won't. Anyway, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. I'm going to choose number one this time. Oh, okay. Oh, on the aeroplane, I complained to an air hostess because uh, el well elderly, about a sixty year old gentleman sat next to me and my daughter just kept uh, farting ridiculously amount. It was <laughs> disgusting. He, um, he was hammered. This is on the flight from Japan to the UK. He, he was drinking quite excessively, and then it just got to the point where it was making my daughter feel sick. So I asked him if we could move seats, or if he could move seats, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> Scandinavian uh, Airlines. To be fair, they don't give a shit. They... Uh, the, they weren't the friendliest looking air hostesses, so it was quite effective for my <laughs> needs. <laughs> I, I think that you're, you're intolerant, but I don't think that you are so inclined to complain about someone farting. So I'm going to say that's false. It is false, yeah. <laughs> my daughter my daughter complained about me farting <laughs> <laughs> undoubtedly <laughs> yeah and I wouldn't, I wouldn't let i wouldn't let her press the button to get the air hostess um uh, got it i'll go number two number two okay whilst i was in england over the holidays i had one of my legs shaved Ooh, wow me too actually <laughs> <laughs> um, my, just well, one of them me as too well? Yeah, well, genuinely, because I, as I said at the beginning, I um, I pulled my calf muscle, so I shaved the back of my leg so I could put one of those sort of, um, in Japanese they call them a ship, like one of those heat patches things on. So yeah. I have got, at the moment, I've got one shaved calf. Right, why did you shave your leg? I lost a Christmas game and that was part of the, that was part of the punishment. 
Right, is this a Christmas game with your family? Yeah, so we were doing, well, it was the, not all my family, but yeah, the kind of younger generation. It was on, it wasn't Christmas, it was after Christmas, we had a big party. We were playing, you know, Pass the Parcel, we were doing that. And then one of the things was that you had to complete a challenge or have a forfeit. Um, And I took the forfeit, I took the forfeit and that was what it was. Right, who did the shaving, you or did you have to employ somebody to do it? It was my stepsister, a different one to the one I mentioned mentioned before. Ah, poor girl. Uh, God, I'll say that's true. Is it true? I'm afraid it's false. Oh, it's three nil to you. Uh, two nil. Well, two nil. I've got two right. You've got none right so far. All right. Uh, I'm going to choose next one. I'm going to go number five. Oh, so going through airport security, my daughter um, said to the man. Daddy doesn't have any bombs on him, which resulted in me being searched quite excessively. Uh, and I was extremely hungover because I'd had a Christmas party at work the night before and I nearly puked on the guy's head. Well, parts of the story, I believe for sure, that you had a you had a party, you were hungover and you nearly puked on his head because you're freakishly tall. <laughs> um, and knowing your daughter and how mischievous she can be, yeah, I'm going to say that that's true. It was true, yeah. Oh, back of the net. <laughs> Little cow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I blame, kind of blame my brother because he dropped us off at the airport and on the, on the drive over he was planting that seed in her head. Um, her excuse was, I said you didn't have any bombs. I'm like, it doesn't matter. You can't use that word in an airport. <laughs> um, all right. So have I said, have I asked number four? Uh, no, and I've remembered number five now, so you can go one, four, or five. I'll go number one. Number one. Uh, during the Christmas holidays, I tasted plasticine, or pla- uh, Play-Doh for international listeners. Or Nendo for our Japanese listeners. Or Nendo, indeed. <laughs> so Nihongo Pera Pera. Still got it. <laughs> um, right. Uh, did Noah feed it to you? No. So the situation was we were around at my brother's house and his father-in-law was there. Uh, my brother's got a small kid um, who's, I don't know, three or something. <laughs> You'd think I'd know. And um, <laughs> uh, Your nephew. And he, <laughs> yeah, niece, actually, niece. Um, niece, and, oh. uh, The father-in-law was telling me how... Uh, my niece had fed him Play-Doh uh, just a few days before, and he said it's really, really disgusting. And we were having a laugh about it. And then he got a bit and said, yeah, you should try some. And I thought, I want to try it. And then he said, <laughs> he would like literally just said it was disgusting. So I said, oh, I'm okay. And then he went, look. And then he like had another bit and then offered me some. And I really felt like he's had some. So... <laughs> Like, I couldn't really say no. So, yeah, I, I had a big taste of, of Play-Doh. Were you drinking? No, uh, I don't think... No, I think I was... No, I don't think so. Right. Uh, uh, what colour was it? Uh, not sure of that. Was it pur- right. maybe pur- purpley? Can't, I can't <laughs> remember. I can't remember. So it tasted like grape? It No, no, it tasted like salt. <laughs> it was just salty. Right. God, I'll say that's true. It is true. One point. <laughs> Maybe you can squeeze a drawer out of yeah, this. Yeah, you could. You could. You could. Uh, okay, I'm going to go number four. Um, oh, okay. I, in Japan, I uh, 
lost my phone while sledging. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then found it again. <laughs> was that in a, a winter sport sense or a cricket sense? The sledging? Uh, winter sport. Because <laughs> right, I could imagine you telling people to fuck off. <laughs> no, I uh, I lost my phone going down a ski slope on a sledge, um, and I the last time we were going to go down, I went. I realised because I was going to take a picture, and realised I'd lost my phone. So I then had to walk down a ski slope looking for my uh, phone, which was quite worrying. But eventually, I found it. This story is oh so plausible i mean it's like it's so it's like i've lost my phone then i found my phone essentially but i'm gonna play the odds because you've had three true ones in a row so this one i'm gonna go is probably false no it was true oh miss swinging a miss yeah i smashed into the barriers and so it obviously fallen out um so for you then what what have i got left four or five five i'll go five I nearly got dragged into a fight by a Scottish lady. Uh, how or why? Well, we were on the train going uh, quite long distance. We had a suitcase and I had my seat was next to this Scottish lady. She was quite uh, elderly and there was no there was very crowded train. So there was not quite limited space for suitcases. I had a suitcase. She had a suitcase, too. And we both we both saw a spot and she said, let's put our suitcases there quickly. Like she was on my side. And as we were going to yeah. the suitcase bit, another guy came over and tried to steal our spot, which wasn't our spot. It was like anyone's spot. And he was going to get there first. Yeah. But she was like double hard. And she said, I won't do the accent because I can't. But she's like, oh, I'm going to do the accent. She's like, hey, you. <laughs> get your, I'm stopping the accent now. Get your suitcase out of our spot. That's our spot. And she's like pointing at me. And I'm like, why don't drag me into this? This is like your, argument i'm happy to find a different thing but she was so hard and scary that the man backed off and uh yeah thanks to her i got a uh, suitcase spot yeah i'm gonna say that's true because of the accent <laughs> it is it is true uh go on then so you've got one left yeah well i just realized that uh i've talked about a hole in the jacket so uh, i've got okay i've got another one I, oh similar story i got into a um, I wouldn't say it was a, uh, a fight or an I'd say it was more of a disagreement with uh, a guy on a train because I'd scared his kid. <laughs> <laughs> Again, all so plausible. <laughs> um, we're on the we're on the Narita Express going to the airport, and it was pretty empty. So, me and my wife and two daughters, we turned our chairs around so they were facing each other. And we were just chatting away. And this little kid who must have been about three, I guess, he was mixed race, half Chinese, half, I'm going to say English or American. I don't know. His dad looked white. And his dad and his mum were sat at the far end of the the carriage. And this kid kept walking up and down and just having a look at my two daughters. And then every now and again, when we were talking, he'd come up and go, shh, shh, oh. to be quiet. <laughs> and... He, he was one of these kids who just looked grubby. had, like, snotty nose. And he went to touch Layla. And then my wife kind of said, don't, you know, go on, go back to your own family or whatever. So anyway, <laughs> he kind of sheepishly walked off. But then I was talking. And about a minute later, I realized that he'd got in between the two seats behind us. And he was watching through the gap. And he kept going, shh, shh. So, so I then put my face in between the gap and went, shh, shh. At which point... <laughs> 
At which point he ran off crying and went and told his mum and dad. And then his dad came down the train and said, uh, you know, what have you done to my son? And I explained and then the dad went from being kind of aggressive to kind of, oh, okay. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, that every single part of that story sounds like it's true. So I'm going true. No, it's no! not true. <laughs> The only thing, I, the only bit of it that I was a bit dubious of was the the man would come down, but you scaring <laughs> and making a little child cry definitely, definitely <laughs> seemed like it's plausible. Uh, okay, so my last one is <clears throat> yeah. Uh, whilst I was in England, uh, I drank some breast milk out of a glass. Was it your wife's? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, we have a little baby at the moment. <laughs> she doesn't yeah. just keep her boobs milky for no reason. <laughs> well, no, you could have been drinking somebody else's breast milk. No, I know, milk. yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, but that, that would seem like a step too far. <laughs> um, did she do it to you as a joke, or did you just do it by accident? She sort of dared me to have a taste of it. And I was this a applied. pass the parcel game? No, no, this was just she was um, what do you say expressing the milk because we we were going out and my parents uh, my uh, mum and stepdad were looking after the baby so they needed some of the milk in the bottle and she was getting it out and and, and while she was doing it I was <laughs> I made yeah some stupid jokes like mm, yummy yummy and then yeah the dare came and I. <laughs> Yeah, I went, yeah, I'll, I'll have a go on that. <laughs> it was good enough for a baby, is what I thought. <laughs> yeah. Well, knowing that you have put on a lot of weight over Christmas, <laughs> it does sound plausible. But I also think your missus would just be freaked out by you doing that. Um, I'm going to say it's false, because I think your missus wouldn't like it. Oh, you're right, it's false. <laughs> yeah. oh. I think she, she would freak out if that happened. <laughs> I'll, I'll try but it later. I worry, I worry about what you've been thinking about if that's what you've come up with. <laughs> John, 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 Sam, in Japan. Yo, Johnny McBee and Sammy O.T. Two Brits talk a shit over a cup of tea Probably a spot of milk and a crumpet, please But there's someone else cooking in the kitchen Could someone answer the burning question? Time for the burning question. Uh, this episode's burning question uh, was what was the best or worst thing that happened to you over the winter holiday? Uh, John, did anyone get in touch? Paul on Facebook said when he was a uh, when he was eight years old, the worst Christmas ever was they went to collect his great grandmother for Christmas dinner and she was dead. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. I shouldn't laugh, but uh, uh, that is quite a yeah. So by the sounds of it, they went into the house to get her out of bed and then she just wouldn't wake up, which ruined Christmas dinner, yeah. as you can imagine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, no one likes a frozen old bird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excellent! I know. Okay, oh, God. Yeah. Sorry about that, Tom. Oh, I was literally got my head in my hands. So I couldn't resist. Uh, that's great. No, that's good. Perfect. Um, let's hope they didn't. Let's hope they didn't stuff her. Um, right. Anybody else? Uh, yeah. On a slightly more positive note, this is one from uh, this year. Um, Jay. Yeah, James got in touch. Uh, he said that this year, on Christmas Day, the best thing that happened to him was that he got engaged. Nice. Congratulations, James. Uh, how, how about you? 
Oh, well, uh, it would be Christmas 2012. My wife, uh, I gave her loads of Christmas presents and she just gave me a card. And uh, which, when I opened it, said, you know, you're going to be a dad in August. <laughs> which, again, preferred a PlayStation 4. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I've got to wait eight months for my present and then it's something that I don't really want. Outrageous. And, and it cost her no <laughs> money whatsoever. And yeah. to be fair, you put in 50% of the work. And I've probably paid for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing you, I doubt that. <laughs> I'd shell out on McDonald's. Yeah. My missus once gave... I can't remember if it, There wasn't Christmas, maybe, like Valentine's or whatever. She gave me some, like, you know... Uh, she she made some coupons for uh, you know thirty minute massage anytime you want kind of thing. And she had like I don't know three or four of them. And tried to redeem them like several times, and she was always like, "Nah, <laughs> fucking do one." I've got idea. Yeah. So turned out that this really thoughtful and kind homemade present was actually worthless. <laughs> so uh, yeah, never expired Still. by now. I'm sure. How about your worst or best Christmas? Well, the the best thing that happened to me over the last Christmas was that on the flight back from England to Japan, uh, the flight was fully booked. Um, we got like we had three. We had uh, sorry, we had two seats at the front. You know where the babies and the families sit. Yeah, but yeah. we couldn't get three seats there. So my wife and my elder son and the baby sat in the front seats, and I ah oh, perfect. <laughs> And I had a seat behind. Oh, nice. <laughs> just one row? Yeah, just one. There's only one row behind, but it oh. was enough. <laughs> oh, perfect. So then the lady, the, the, the stewardess or the, the flight attendant came round with like the drinks the first time, got myself a beer. <laughs> My wife looked back through the crack in the seat and gave, <laughs> gave her a little campai. <laughs> Did you swap seats at any point? Uh, well, in the twelve hours. <laughs> no, I did no. To be fair, I did offer, but uh, because she's breastfeeding, she has to be on hand at all times. And to be fair, you know, in my defence, uh, Deadpool two wasn't going to watch itself. <laughs> <laughs> So that's all for today's show. That just leaves me to say thanks to everyone who is involved. Thanks for you, the listeners, for getting in touch. Don't forget, you can always get in touch with us at John and Sam in Japan at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook and Twitter. And this is going to be an amazing 2020, feeling a bit like I've turned into an American. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Got really excited then. <laughs> 2020, here we go. It's going to be Come great. On. Let's have you. <laughs> Save me, John, quickly. So, well, um, for long-term listeners, you probably remember last year I made a list, which was like New Year's resolutions that we kind of went through. I've still got that list, but uh, this year I, I remember making a new list because, I, again, I was uh, second year in a row, I'd be sat up by myself at midnight drinking while everybody else has gone to bed, <laughs> and I 
made a new list that I remembered kind of doing it, but I don't remember what's actually on the list, so I haven't actually checked what I've written. So next episode, we'll do uh, what's this year's resolutions, or how did you get on with last year's resolutions, and uh, we'll go into the, my list and see what mental health issues I've got this year. <laughs> <laughs> and in the spirit, in the spirit of com- camaraderie, I'll uh, I haven't made a list, but I'll try and make one too. Right. The uh, the first thing on the list uh, is going to be to lose this five kilos I've put on over the fucking last few weeks. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, is there anything else? No, I think that's all. All right. Catch, Catch you later. later. It is time to go. That's the end of the show. If you liked it, write a review. Five stars or F you. And if you want to get in touch, we'd like that very much. Send a tape of your comedy. Not a tape, just an MP3. Send us some comedy or a song that is funny. Send us your favorite bit. But we don't want your dick pics. It is time to go, that's the end of the show Tell your friends and your family Or even the people you're married You should join in, answer the burning question Send a new story, preferably something we can find about we're on the social media sites, Facebook and Twitter, day and night. It's John and Sam in Japan at gmail.com. And if you do this, then maybe, just maybe, Sam will put his clothes back on. John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast.